Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Great day, great day, everyone. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast, and glad that you could be with us today. And of course, you know our mantra, wealth is more than just money, and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today, things that are more than just money, because we have an outstanding guest by the name of Aaron, Aaron Gallup. And Aaron, how are you doing today, my friend? Paul, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. It's honored to have you. I look forward to uh, my audience, listening audience, and my tribe in Wealth Academy podcast to really listen to you, take some notes, because Aaron is really going to share some things with you that are out of this world. He's, he's really a tremendous inspiration, ins- amazing talent, and he just does great things, and I want you to really pay attention. Now, let me tell you something about Aaron. Aaron, he attended Newton South High School. That's near Boston, the beautiful city of Boston, which I love myself because I used to work up there quite a bit. He attended Tulane University in New Orleans, another city that I worked in quite a bit. And and I want you to understand this. He's the first legally blind college football player in Division I, and he was a long snapper for Tulane University. And Aaron, he was a a walk-on, and he proved his worth and value to his team. And he's also an ex-NFL free agent. So without further ado, Aaron Gala, welcome to Wealth Academy Podcast. It's an honor to introduce you to my listening audience. So let's talk about your genius for playing football. What inspired you to play this amazing game we know and we love? Yeah, I mean, first off, thank you, Paul, for that introduction. You know, it was really to be a part of a team, to be part of something greater than myself and to contribute. It's, that's how it started. You know, as I got older and developed, it became, I want to play at the highest level possible. But, you know, in the beginning, it really started, I want to be a part of a team that always continued throughout my entire career because I loved the team aspect. I loved, you know, being a part of that organization. But, uh, you know, it really started off as I wanted to be a part of something greater than myself. Well, I think that's a really great approach to it. And it, no, it worked out for you because you did something, you had a dream and you realized that dream, which I think is remarkable. And again, I want uh, people here in the listening audience to understand that, that uh, Aaron has no sight in his right eye and he has limited in his left eye. And so through this interview, he's going to share even more about it. He's a four-year student athlete attending the great Tulane University uh, College and uh, also being that member of that football team. So Aaron, when we look at it, we all encounter challenges in life and everyone listening knows you're legally blind. What do you say to people and what can they learn from your experience to help them overcome life challenges? I think the biggest thing is that anything is possible, but you need to figure out the best way for you to go about that. And so what I mean is anything is possible. You can overcome any situation, any obstacle, any challenge and turn your disadvantage into your advantage. But in order to do that, you need to find the right strategy, the right tactics, the right way to go about it. And so for me, it was really broken down into, I had to be the hardest working person in any room I stepped foot into. I had to be the most creative person in the room. And I had to not listen to other people's opinions. And when you put those together, that was kind of the formula for my success. 
uh, I think think that's very remarkable. And uh, what I uh, attribute to Aaron is that he has a lot of grit. And what he talks about is putting in the time and effort, and one must really care about and be passionate about what they believe in. And by the way, Aaron was number 96. He was doing some great things out there and some great things happened on October the 3rd of 2015. And uh, share that story with us, Aaron, when you had that, that opportunity with Tulane University yeah. football. No, I was, I'm so thankful for the program and the school for giving me that opportunity. Uh, you know, I had been getting more reps in practice and I had known that probably sooner or later I was going to get an opportunity to play in a game. And the time came and, and I was fortunate that, you know, my name was called and I had that opportunity to go in and, you know, from then on out, it was just doing whatever I could to get as much playing time as possible. Uh, that's wonderful. And that that's really inspirational for a lot of people, not only on the field, but also off the field as well, because you're living a dream that most people could only think about doing and you actually did it, which I think is great. And one of the things that I really, really appreciate, and I want the listeners to know in Wealth Academy podcast community is that, that Aaron was interviewed on Good Morning America. He was with Michael Strahan and the rest of the crew. And, and he uh, hiked the ball to long snapped it to uh, Mike Strahan, Michael Strahan. And uh, poor Michael, he just uh, almost went to his knees. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he missed it. It hit him in a very sensitive area. A special and, uh, place. Kind of kind of fell over on, on TV. I think but, uh, the, the issue there was... Uh, no one realized how close we actually were to one yeah, another. Exactly. You know, it's not like we were 10 or 15 yards apart. We were sure. pretty close. A little bit close. Uh-huh. He didn't realize, I didn't realize, and, you know, I sure. snapped the hard ball. And, oh, yeah. 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 Well, fair warning, because Michael said he really, when he uh, hikes that ball, is really powerful. And, in fact, you proved that it was. And I thought that was really great. I, I enjoyed it. And of course, Michael Strahan, he's a, a wonderful personality in and of himself. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, Aaron, let's talk about uh, successes in life. What do you consider to be one of your greatest success so far? Because I know there's a lot more for you in the future. I think one of my proudest achievements to this point is when I was named a team captain yeah. my senior year. Um, That's you know, outstanding. My sophomore year after I played, about two months later, my coaching staff got fired. They um, We'd gone three and nine the first two seasons and sure. there wasn't a place for them anymore. So when the new staff came in, they were unsure. I was unsure. Just, you know, there was very few schools willing to give me an opportunity, very few coaches. And, you know, it was a different Mm -hmm. situation. Exactly. And I had a conversation with coach Fritz and he didn't know really what to do. And we essentially came to an agreement, like, let's do spring ball. Let's see what happens. And if we have to have this discussion again, we will. And we never had this discussion again. Two years later, he named me a team captain during my senior year. And that was, uh, you know, definitely one of my proudest moments were when that happened. Uh, that that was really remarkable because he's paying tribute to the hard work and dedication that you put forward. And so even though you had a new coach that came in, a new staff, uh, they did not discount the fact that you've already done a lot of work and, and saw you continuing to do a lot of work as well. So congrats, yeah. congrats, congratulations with that. And I know, Aaron, that uh, you're an entrepreneur, uh, financial advisor and keynote speaker. So let's delve into each one of these so listeners can learn more about you. So as an entrepreneur, share what your overall uh, mission is in, in, in the organization that you lead. 
Yeah. So I'll talk about everything I do, you know, the finance, I can't go into too much detail just because sure. of compliance stuff, but exactly. you know, mm-hmm. overall it's, it, it's about helping others, you know, and everything I do is about helping and impacting others. You know, one is on the financial side, one is on the motivational and inspirational side. And uh, sure. there are incredible ways that I can help people in both areas. And it's a lot of fun. Everything I do is building my own business, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a nine to five type employee and that's, sure that's not something that I want for myself. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not what I want to be able to control my own dream and, and make the future that I want for myself. And that's what I love about everything that I do. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. You also a keynote speaker as well. Let's talk a bit about your keynote speaking and, and the audiences that you serve. Yeah. So companies, sports teams, events, organizations bring me in, you know, now virtually, uh, you know, before in person, hopefully soon in person again, to talk about my story, talk about whether it be perseverance, whether it be how to turn your disadvantage into your advantage, you know, overcoming obstacles, things of that nature. It's a lot of fun. You know, I, mm-hmm. there's no feeling like being on stage, especially in person and sharing your message with the crowd. Exactly. Yes, I know. I've, I've done uh, uh, motivational speaking for many years, and it, it, it can literally take you all over the world. Of course, we know with the pandemic, that's kind of put things on the sideline just a little bit, but it's eventually going to come back. And plus, you can do it virtually as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So let's talk a little bit about uh, your podcast, because you lead a podcast titled Blind Ambition. Uh, takes leaders behind the scenes of your podcast so they can learn more about it and then who you, your audience is. Yeah. So, you know, it started because when COVID hit, I had to transition to mm-hmm. really virtual events sure. and going on a lot of people's podcasts because I wanted to continue to get my name out there. Absolutely. And I was doing that for you know several months and I came to a realization in like July or so that why don't I build my own, you know, A, I can share other people's stories. It's really focused on people who have had unique challenges and obstacles to overcome. But then it also is, it's a great way to network. You know, there are a lot of individuals, very successful entrepreneurs and, and, and athletes that I've been able to connect to that either have already been on my podcast or are coming on soon that, you know, maybe wouldn't have come on, you know, wouldn't have had a reason to connect with me otherwise. You know, it's a exactly. great way to say, hey, I have a pretty large audience. Mm-hmm. Come share right. your story. I'd love to connect. And then it builds a relationship. I'm adding value to them. And so I, I try and find a combination of people who have that obstacle to overcome, as well as people who I want to connect with. Uh, that's great. That's great. And um, in terms of looking at uh, where you are now uh, in your entrepreneurship journey, what uh, do you project to do in the future? So many things. Uh-huh. You know, I uh, on 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 the you know financial business side, I want to build a very successful you know business. Sure. On the speaking side, I want to be one of the most well known and sought after speakers in the world. Yes. I'm in the process of writing my first book right now. Will we'll come out later this year. Mm-hmm. I you know would like to write several others after that, and you know continue mm-hmm. with my podcast. Everything comes together in, in a way, maybe not the way that you want at first. You know, exactly. Trust me, I want to be a top speaker right now. I want my book out right now. I want, Absolutely. You know, everything to happen already. And everyone wants that. And I think that the biggest skill that so many people don't have and need to learn, and I struggle with it even today. And, and I've gotten much better at it. I'm better at it today than I was yesterday. I'm better mm-hmm. at it today than I was a year ago, a lot better than I was a year ago. But it's patience. Absolutely. And understanding that things will come if you follow the process. And 
I think I've gotten pretty good at that. It's not always, you know, roses. It's can be frustrating. It can create anxiety, it can create stress, but you have to learn to deal with that and understand that everything's all right. Exactly. Yeah, I think those are really great points. And I want the listeners in my community to really understand and appreciate that. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the NFL free agency route and what that experience was like, because a lot of people don't have it. I know and understand it through my cousin, but um, in your journey, what was that experience like? If you can share that with our listeners as well. Yeah, so I wanted to continue playing after I finished my senior season. And, mm-hmm. you know, I really trained for my pro day. I did my pro day, talked to a bunch of teams. It was a tryout in front of a bunch of them. Sure. Continued to talk to some. And, you know, it was just going back and forth a little and, and didn't really get to the point where I was probably going to make a roster. And sure. the thing with a long snapper is there's 32 guys in the NFL. There's not right. backups. There's exactly. one on each one. team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I had to make a decision, you know, did I think that if I continued to pursue this and only this, that I could have made a roster within the next six to 12 to 18 months, sure. maybe potentially, mm-hmm. right. but it would have had to been such a large majority of my time. Sure. And I had opportunities in the financial world and the speaking world and just other areas mm-hmm. that I wanted to continue right. on with when football ended anyways. Sure. And it wasn't that I was giving up on it. It was that I was making a pivot because I wanted to follow a different dream now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great idea because a lot of times they put the free agents on the practice squad and someone gets injured, they pull them up, bring them up and and go forward. I didn't play football in college. I actually went in for track, but I played football in high school and uh, Oh, I love that game. It's a beautiful game. And for people who haven't played it, uh, it's really a lot more fun than it looks like. So I know that um, when we look at uh, professional athletes, uh, who is a few of your favorite uh, players? And you can mention Tom Brady because I like Tom well, Brady Tom, too. Tom Brady is my favorite player of all time. He is, I like him too. I don't think I don't think anyone can argue that he is the best football. He's player. He's the best. He's the best. It just it's his consistency, his work ethic. His, Absolutely. You know, he has seven championships. It's, I know. There's no disputing it. <laughs> no, it's. It, I find it funny when people argue. Hey, look, when he had five, you could argue it, maybe. Exactly. When he had seven, you can't seven, argue it anymore. But, hey, it's not. It's not an argument. I was so happy that they defeated Kansas City, and I don't. Same. I don't dislike Kansas City, but I like with Tom Brady's on that team. I wanted to see. I said, now he's going to prove that when he left New England, that he can still do it, and he proved yeah. it. I mean, he really honestly. Did. I, and I have to say, if the Patriots don't win it in the next two years, because obviously I'm oh, a oh, Patriots yeah. fan, I would love to see Brady win one more. Oh, like, absolutely. I, would, I, would, I would love to see him win another. Absolutely. He's a hard worker. He's a, he's a great role model. And uh, he can take a, a troubled athlete on the team and really bring him around like he did with, with Antonio Brown. He, he can yeah. really bring them around. And, and, and even to have him stand in his house, <laughs> in his residence, you know how committed he is. And he, yeah. he really understands. So I, I know that uh, that was going to be one of your favorite players because I like Tom Brady too. <laughs> send me, send Aaron and I a shirt, T-shirt. <laughs> send us a jersey, signed jersey. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's let's talk about um, that. Of course, for us, for you and I, we really like Tom Brady. But who are some of the other athletes that you're influencing right now? Because I, I did see that you have some other athletes that kind of following in your footsteps, but even in different sports. You know, I, I, I think that my story was able to 
break down a wall or a barrier and pave the sure. way for some other individuals. And that's fantastic. And anytime that that's able to happen, you know, I'm grateful and proud that I was able to not only set the way for them, but I'm grateful and proud of their hard work, no matter the sport it is, because, mm -hmm. you know, I understand the challenges, the obstacles and how much time they had to put in similar to what I did. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, um, when we get down to it, uh, you're making a difference because people see your example and they say, hey, uh, he, he's taking what's impossible and making it possible. Yep. And that, that's really where we want to see people go. And I, I think it's something uh, very important for everyone to really pay attention to. And one of the things that, that I wanted to ask you is if you had it to do all over again, would you do anything differently or would you pretty much take the same route that you took uh, going from high school, playing football and uh, going to Tulane and up to now? You know, I don't have any regrets. I, I think that things happen for a reason. You know, would I have changed certain things throughout my life? Sure. Potentially. I, I try. I don't think about it though, because there's nothing you right. can change. There's nothing right. you can affect. I mean, obviously certain actions, certain attitudes, certain, you know, behaviors sure. you wish that you could change or do differently or whatever, but there's no point in even thinking about it because you can't. The only right. thing that you can do is focus on the present. And then that's what I focus on. Uh, that's great. That's really great. Um, Aaron, when we look at um, the actual experience, uh, take us behind the scenes, even the listeners behind the scenes in terms of when you're making that long snap in the game, D1 game, and uh, I, I did see a, a video of you uh, providing a long snap and it was accurate on spot, even in practice. Take us behind the scenes to what that all entails, the, how much practice is involved and, and what level of commitment is, is there for you? No, it's the same thing as a golf swing. If you do it 10,000 mm -hmm. times, it's muscle memory. Yes. And so, you know, you have to get down, you have to be prepared, you have to get mm -hmm. ready, you know block right. out all the noise from the crowd and the other team and just focus on what you're doing. And it, it almost becomes quiet. And I think that anyone who's you know, plays a sport at that type sure. of level understands yes. what I'm saying. Yes, because it's a loud stadium, but it's, mm -hmm. it's quiet because you're focused so much on what you're doing and on that one thing. And, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then snap and then block. And, and that's kind of, uh, you know, I'm really focused on just myself and what I'm doing. I'm not thinking of anything else. Yeah, that, that's a great way to, uh, to explain it as well, getting that focus and really honing in on uh, the, there's a goal that you have in terms of what your job and responsibility yeah. is. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, you have one task, one thing to do. Sure. You can think about other things later. Just do, do the one thing. Do this one thing at this one time. Absolutely. Being in the moment. And, you know, this is not uh, all I want the listeners to know. And, and if you're taking notes out there, I also want you to know that Aaron is not one dimensional. He hits the books real hard. Let's talk about the importance of being that not only a student, uh, an athlete, but being a student as well. And, and what type level of um, dedication has to go into academically getting the books in, in order? as you at that high level, because when you play in football, any sport in college, it takes a lot of time, a lot of practice, preparation, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, it obviously took a lot of time and effort to do both. It was uh, sure. challenging. It was, you had to mm -hmm. be focused and be prepared. 
sure. um, and make sure that you study because you have to, you know, make sure that you're getting good grades. I do like to say though, and I think it's interesting now that I'm sure. out of that, that area. Yes. Um, yes. Being a student athlete is incredibly hard because you're basically mm -hmm. running two jobs. Absolutely. I think my life now is a lot harder than it was then though. Sure. Right. Back, back then I was an athlete. I was you know, playing football and I was studying in school. Yes. Yes. That's two jobs. But mm -hmm. at the same time, there was time, there were down times, there were off times. Right now I'm growing two separate businesses, Got one it. financial, one speaking. Uh -huh. My life is a lot more busy and hectic and things True. going on now than it was then. Not saying it wasn't hard then, Absolutely. but it's different growing two businesses at once than it is being a student athlete. Absolutely. We have uh, not only the fact that the economy, but also the pandemic and that really shifted a lot of things, shifted the atmosphere for a lot of us entrepreneurs that are, that are out here. And uh, we have to work even harder because it's even more competitive. But it looks like things are uh, kind of making a turn, if you will. And um, so if someone's listening at this particular podcast right now, what do you want them to know about hiring you to speak in addition to uh, providing uh, some uh writing your books and, and other aspects of your, of your enterprise. Yeah. So first off, if you go to AaronGall.com, you can yes. you know, see links to all my social media, my podcast, you can send me a message mm -hmm. through it. Um, when my book comes out, I'm sure we will have, you know, build a landing page on that website. So you can find it as well. Exactly. Um, you know, my Instagram is at Aaron J. Golub, but, you know, reach out to me, whether it be through Instagram, my website, my email is very simple. It's Aaron at AaronGolub.com. Feel free exactly. to email me there as well. It's, you know, I'm always happy to chat. I'd love to speak at any events or, or, or you know, meetings that you have. It's a lot of fun for me and, and sure. you know, happy to work that out. And, you know, but besides that, if I can ever do anything to help anyone and, and if a conversation or a podcast helps, you know, if this podcast helps one other person, then Absolutely. I'm so thankful that I did it. And that's why, that's why I go on so many podcasts. Cause if my message from this podcast can impact one individual, yes. then it was worth doing. Yes. And, and I want listeners to understand mm -hmm. that Aaron and I, we met through social media and uh, we made a connection. And first thing that came to my mind, I'm, I've got to interview Aaron Gallup. I've got to interview him because I know that you're not ordinary individual, but in my opinion, you're a very extraordinary individual. Thank you. And yeah, and I think I think so many people don't understand that the connections you can actually build through social media. You know, absolutely. everyone goes on and they're a consumer and they, you know, go like everyone's posts and they, you know, sure, you know, scroll through stories. Mm -hmm. You know, I spend very little time looking at other people's posts or stories. It just sure. I, I don't spend much time at all. What I do spend on Instagram. Mm -hmm is I post all of my content yes. and then I go through and find unique individuals that I mm -hmm. want to connect with. And I send them a message exactly. and that's, that's how I use social media. Yeah. I think that's very effective too. Very effective because you, you have put action behind it yep. and see if you had not put action behind it, uh, then you would, would not be interviewed on podcasts and other uh, mediums as well. Now, in terms of television, Aaron, if you get any more television opportunity as well because i know they can also do that virtually you know i haven't looked into that as, as much mm -hmm. um i've really focused more on speaking, on speaking. Um, okay or, or speaking in, on podcasts lately um it's something that you know probably six months from now or so is when my book will come out and right. you know with my team we're gonna you know, prep everything for that so that's you sure. know 
there's a lot of contacts and contacts and things I have. And, and, you know, at the moment, I don't want to waste them. I don't want to go on certain things now where I'd rather use them when I promote my book. Yeah. To maximize it at that time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's a really good approach to take. So Aaron, I tell you, I really enjoyed interviewing you. Uh, And so at this time, our time is coming to a close. Uh, Is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners at this time? And uh, we'd be glad to, to be receiving of it. Yeah. I mean, first off, you can do anything that you want. Just work hard. Don't listen to others' opinions. Trust yourself. And, and secondly, like I said before, if I can help you in any way, reach out. I'm always happy to chat. Ah, outstanding. Outstanding. So uh, at this time for uh, my community, Wealth Academy podcast listening community, we had a wonderful, great guest today. Uh, he inspires me. And I know he's inspiring you as well. And the reason why he's inspiring me is because he's doing the impossible. And he's taken the impossible, a barrier that's been placed before him, a hurdle and quicksand, and he's basically taken that and making it all possible. And for that, Aaron uh, Gallup, thank you so much for being our honored guest here today. And I'm not finished with my listeners now. I want you to contact Aaron. Uh, I also, when, when you listen to this particular episode on Apple Podcasts, rate and review his episode and give him a five-star rating. We would give Aaron 10, but Apple only goes up to five. (laughs) So give him the highest uh, uh, five-star rating, the five-star rating, which they provide, give him the highest rating that's out there. And you'll thank yourself for it later, because this is not the end with Aaron. We know we're going to hear a lot more about him. And I believe in the future, we're going to bring him on again for some more uh, interviews in perhaps another, a different format is what we like to do. Yes, we like to do that. So, uh, Aaron, thank you so much for being our honored guest today. And again, let me tell you a little bit about him before we get out of here. Uh, Aaron, of course, he uh, attended uh, Tulane University, was the first illegally blind college football player in Division I football. He was a long snapper. He graduated uh, from Tulane University, uh, and he's also an ex-NFL free agent. And he's doing great things as an entrepreneur, as a speaker, working in that financial space, which I love. That's that's my space as well. And he's also uh, have a book coming up. But uh, there's an opportunity for you to hire him to speak, bring him on your podcast. You can reach him uh, at uh, Aaron at AaronGollop.com. And also you can go to his website, which is www.AaronGollop.com and uh, take advantage of this opportunity uh, because once uh, we, we get a little bit more of a break with this pandemic, uh, he's going to be in even more demand. So my time is up and I thank you for yours. And Aaron, thank you so much for being just a wonderful guest, my friend. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right. So everyone, I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Have a great day and thank take you good for care, listening. Everyone. Goodbye. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast, rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 